There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sherman and Dingle in the morning. I saw this story, and uh, there was actually an update on it this morning, too, about that story about the Dairy Queen that had its big 15-foot spoon stolen from it. It was in Phoenix. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, it was in Phoenix. So these three people, two guys and a, and a woman, they showed up with a truck and a trailer and cut it off the side of the building, loaded it on the trailer, and took off. They had to be hammered. They didn't look hammered. It was it was obviously premeditated. They had a equipment trailer ready for a 15-foot red spoon, of all things. Well, then there was a story this morning. Uh, they found the spoon. <laughs> Cops found the spoon. They didn't find the people, but they found the stolen spoon in some abandoned nearby park. There was a picture of the spoon tied to the top of the, the police cruiser, <laughs> tra- taking it back to the... To the the, the Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen. But I, yeah, I guess that thing was, it was worth like $3,000. I mean, it's still a lot of money for Dairy Queen, you know, $3,000 for the the spoon. Oh, yeah. It just reminds me that that's the type of stuff that we would do when we were kids. You know why? It's because you, you thought it was funny. Yeah. You didn't do it because you really wanted it. You just thought it was funny and you'd laugh about it while you were doing it and afterwards. Now... You could get away with it back then because not, then you didn't have all the cameras that you have today. Right. That, that was the reason that we got away. Otherwise, you know, somebody would have been talking about us. That's why we even know about this spoon being stolen because it was on camera, which eventually they'll find those three people. Uh, and also today, you could still do it even with the cameras because all you have to do is just put on a mask and a hoodie and, uh, and walk differently. We <laughs> we used to take... <laughs> And if I if this were happening to me now, it would irritate the heck out of me if I owned the house. We would always take the reflectors off this driveway. It sounds so ridiculous. You know the reflectors yeah. at the end of the driveway? We would always take them, and we would wait for them to replace them, and then we would take them again. So we'd always have to drive by real you know, fast. We'd get out of the car, take the reflectors, and then jump back in the car. It sounds so ridiculous. There was We did nothing with these reflectors, but we always took them. Because it was fun and it was silly it was absolutely stupid and you were dumb it, well, you know think about it you could have been dealing with an, a crazy guy like get shot over a reflector <laughs> you never know yeah i never did anything uh crazy where i stole something odd um with friends but i know that there was uh we had this restaurant and i think it was you saw it you might have seen it in um in uh what's that movie with um god i'm drawing a blank mike myers the uh austin powers austin powers yes you remember the bob's big boy statue Yes. They, they, where I lived, there was one of those, and people often stole that once a year. <laughs> it took this. It was huge. And I don't know how they did it, but they did. There was, a, for the longest time, it was very close. I grew up right on the border of Wisconsin and Illinois. Not Toma, like somebody always says all the time, but it was this town, uh, Paddock Lake, and there was a brass ball that was in the middle of the intersection. It was called Brass Ball Corners. I think it's still called that. And it was put up years ago, and then all of a sudden, somebody stole the ball. Like, I don't even know how you could do that. It's it's probably like a foot and a half wide brass ball in the middle of a super busy intersection. And all of us are like, 
That was awesome. How did they steal that? Did they? They must have had a, a tractor trailer and then w- was on top of the tractor trailer truck yeah. or a moving truck to take it. Disappeared for years and then out of nowhere reappeared again in the same spot. They returned it. I'm like, that's fantastic. That is a bizarre theft, which uh, brings us to that. Ah, to be young, stupid, and not have cameras everywhere. What did you acquire that you had no business taking when you were a kid? Sherman and Tingle present Bizarre Thefts. Apparently, Cheese, Cheese, producer Cheese says that he could beat you. Yeah, he has the mecca of all thefts. He hasn't told us what they are, but let's see how well you do up against him. We have no idea what his is. Let's go to Jay. Jay in Chicagoland, what bizarre theft did you have? Oh, we stole the uh, street sign from my cousin because it had his girlfriend's name on it. So uh, we put this plan together. It was out in Michigan, and uh, all we had was an aluminum bat. So we're out there in the middle of the night, all pitch dark, and all you hear is, bing, bing, <laughs> bing, bing. And then you hear the sign fall off, and you hear it hit the ground, ding And it's pitch black, so we can't find my cousin. So we're driving like at five miles an hour. And he hit him with the car. <laughs> After we hit him with the car, man, he grabbed the sign. We threw him in, and we took off. And she had the sign. They got married and everything, but then they got divorced. And uh, I told them, you got to ask her for that sign back, bro. Wow. Jay, you but, just uh, told one hell of a story, yeah, man. That was. Uh, I want to drink a beer with you one yeah, day. Good thing you, got, oh. you guys weren't into bank robbery. You'd be calling from prison. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Nick in Logan Bang! Square. Bang! What bizarre theft did you do? Well, it's Mick, by the way, with an M. What's up, Mick? Cool. Let's not get into specifics. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah, we were nine years old. Me and my, my friend Bum Jin Pak, this Korean kid, we were over there. Do you know where the Walmart is on Rand Road in Mount Prospect? It used to be a Kohl's, like an old, not the Kohl's department store, a Kohl's like grocery store. So I go, I told him, he's, you know, he's big into karate. He said, I bet you won't kick that gumball machine over. So he kicks it over and it falls on the ground and we look at each other. So he said, let's just steal this. So we pick it up and we're running through this field on Rand Road before everything was built up. <laughs> and then we look back and there's like two 16-year-olds that worked at Kohl's that were chasing us. And it was just so heavy that we said, forget it. And we dropped it, and all the gumballs fell out, and there's money. And we just didn't know what to do, so we ran. We just took <laughs> off. We just took off. We're nine years old, and we're like, do we want the money? Do we want to get busted? We don't know what to do. We're like, you know what? We should take off. Let's just keep running. Nine years old, little kid. <laughs> That's good. That's good visual. Nope. Great story. No, no, ca- good. no cameras back then. Let's uh, go to Steve. The donger. Steve in Elk <laughs> Grove. What bizarre Hi. theft did you do? <laughs> Well, when I was a teenager, me and my buddy decided it would be a great idea to steal this eight-foot ear of corn from a corn stand in Williams Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> and then we, I had a 72 Ford Pinto. I, we put it on the roof, and we were holding it. I was trying to hold it with one eye, drive the car, and shift the gears. And we got it to my garage, and... Right next to my garage, we had a room uh, for with my stereo, and we just party in there and all that stuff. Two years later, after that, we decided that it would be a good idea to return it. So we returned the thing, and I left uh, left the lady a note and said we were sorry. <laughs> wow, you got to give the Thanks years. a lot for your use of the eight-foot ear of corn. Glad it worked out. If she's listening right now, what do you have to say to her? 
Uh, you know what? I did. I, I ended up knowing the girl, and uh, <laughs> I met her mother, and I was really kind of nervous because I thought they were going to really be upset with me. But, you know, they've been laughing about it for years, so... <laughs> Uh, turns out we're friends. It, it all worked out. Oh, good. that's a good ending. I like it. All right, you say you can beat everybody on this on, the, on your story. Cheese producer, cheese. The ear of corn comes the closest. Okay. Okay. I was in Lake Tahoe. I grew up in Lake Tahoe. Me and my friend came back from college for spring break. Hammered one night. Hop in my mom's old Nissan station wagon, baby blue. Drive to Bob's Big Boy. We parked in front of Bob's Big Boy. There's one person working the whole restaurant. Waiting tables, seating people, cooking. So we're like, okay. So I back to the station wagon up, right to the front door. The guy goes back to cook. I hold the door open. My friend walks in, grabs the Bob's big boy statue, <laughs> picks it up, carries it out. We slammed it into the back of my mom's Nissan station wagon, and we took off with this big hamburger hanging out the back of the car because we couldn't <laughs> shut it. We get home. We cover it in snow yeah, right in front of my evidence. mom's house, right? Sure. We wake up the next morning hungover. My mom goes, uh, what'd you guys do last night? N- nothing, just went out. She's like, care to explain this? We looked out front. There's a big pile of snow with a giant hamburger sticking out front. <laughs> That's good. We took it down to the frat house and we put it in the frat house. We had it in the frat house for months. People would party with it. Had it sitting out on the front porch and a cop drove by. Took it. Stopped, backed up and was like, how'd you guys get that? Eh, fraternity prank, you know. Yeah. Should have turned it in. It's worth 2500 bucks. Whoop. Stole it from us, put it in the back of his car, and drove away. So you didn't even oh. get busted for We didn't get busted. You're lucky. You're listening to the Sherman and Tingle Show on 97.1 FM, The Drive. And on the Drive mobile app.